Uh, I am terrified of Sir Ramaphosa's inability to be decisive. I don't think there's a name for that fear. Ramophobia, perhaps you could call it. But um, he said when he made the cabinet announcement earlier this week that um, he, I mean, at least he had the grace to acknowledge that he was increasing the size of his cabinet. But he said, you know, that there, there would be a plan made for the next administration to have a more streamlined executive. And I discovered by reading a News 24 exclusive earlier today that he, you remember, his very first State of the Nation address, he said, government's too big. We must slim down the size of government. We don't need as many ministers. We don't need as many deputy ministers. That's uh, another promise that he hasn't delivered on. But he's had a plan. He asked for a plan, and a plan was apparently delivered to him four years ago. Gwenita Hunter of News 24. Four years ago. Yes, John. I mean, think about it. Um, In 2018, when the president took over from President Sir Ramaphosa, he gave us a basket of um, commitments in terms of what she was going to do. His big selling point when he was campaigning for the elections was that he was going to cut down the size of the executive. He would go out and say this in public. There was even talks with the president saying to those close to him that he doesn't know what deputy ministers uh, 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 do and why they should be in the executive. And that was the anticipation going into the 2019 um, uh, elections. And then he obviously reshuffled his executive and made no such thing. In fact, what he did was, yes, he tried to cut down the cabinet then a little bit by a few, but increased the the amount of deputy ministers. Why, John? Because these positions of the executive are used to defend Patrick and in the ANC. And, you know, four years later, the president does exactly the same, expand the size of the executive. He now has 30 ministers and expand the number of deputy ministers, despite the fact him saying that work is uh, uh, ongoing to, uh, to, to, to cut down the size of the executive. You know, I argued only to speak that the president is speaking left, but, you know, walking right or, or vice versa. Now, what we did was, you know, we, we took a step back and said, hey, but remember, there was a plan that the president commissioned, a report the president commissioned to say um, uh, from the Department of Public Service and Administration to look at cutting the size of government before the elections. Where's that report? We got that report, John, and that report gave the president exactly how he should cut down uh, the size of the executive, how he should reconfigure his cabinet, how he should reconfigure the state. That report has been on his desk for four years. Now, he says, Treasury and other cabinet, um, government departments, rather, are working on this. What is in that plan? Does it make sense to you? So it's exactly what the president, uh, you know, asked for was his report. And that's the thing with President Sorrell's He commissions his really good reports. It reminds me, when I was reading it, I, was, I, I thought about the Mufumadi report on the state security agency. But the president commissions is really you know, good uh, analysis of the problems in his state and uh, in the state uh, when he took over in 2018. But then he sits on, uh, on the recommendations. So this report, John, talks about how the president can cut down his executive to 22 ministers. And, you know, the Democratic Alliances, um, uh, you know, has now quantified how much uh, uh, one minister costs per year, like something in the region of like 76 million or something, ridiculous amount of money. Um, talk talks about making... Um, you know, uh, uh, deputy ministers redundant and only appointing deputy ministers in very key 
key positions and rather uh, appointing very strong director generals because that's what you really need in the state. Deputy ministers have no executive function. Unfortunately, whether we like it or not, they are glorified ribbon cutters. Um, talking about, uh, you know, the, 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 just, just the, the recommendation of you don't need more than 22 to 24 ministers. That's something the president could have easily implemented. Um, uh, you know, centering himself um, as the leader of, 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 of government, um, uh, you know, so, so there's no accommodation in this plan for this bloated presidency that we have now where you have four deputy min- four pre- ministers in the presidency, rather, and then you, on top of that, have four, have four deputy ministers in the presidency. Um, and then also, you know, just, just uh, recommendations to the president around uh, how he could you know, move around uh, 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 departments so that uh, you, 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 it is in line with his priorities. So if he wants to have a developmental agenda, this is what you do. If you want to have a constitutional-driven mandate, this is what you do. So that he was given these options and he completely ignored it. So I'm not sure what brief he has then given Treasury to come up with when he announces this week that, yes, Treasury's work is ongoing and um, uh, those, those changes will be affected uh, after the 2024 20, uh, uh, general election. For me, what's, what stands out is that, um, you know, if the president makes the promise in 2018, um, you know, sort of goes against that promise, has a report uh, that died in, but then further seeks to consult, uh, we should not expect a decision by the president in another five years. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, if you if you talk about 22 ministries and only mm-hmm. certain ministries having deputy ministers, then you have perhaps an executive of, of maybe 30 people, which is under half of what we have at the moment. And each one of that nearly 70 ministers, deputy ministers, has uh, two homes paid for, generators paid for, two mm-hmm. cars paid for, is able to employ up to 11 staff, even though uh, late um, answers to parliamentary questions reveal that many employ more than that. So, I mean, Much more than that. Yeah. You know, simply the, the saving to the fiscus of cutting that cabinet is significant, quite apart from any potential gains in efficiency in having a narrower, leaner, more focused cabinet. The thing is, John, we don't select or we did not select what President Ramaphosa's priorities was. He came to the electorate and said, I'm going to cut the size of the executive. And then he does the opposite of that. Which is, which is what, what is really, really shocking, is that, you know, he, he, he's, he's, this week he was reminded that, hey, you've been saying that you've been making this promise. But, you know, every time there is a reshuffle, the president is announcing, uh, you know, a new deputy minister here, and now this, this week, two new ministers. Why do you need two deputy ministers of of water and sanitation? One for water, one for sanitation? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Quinita, thank you very, very much indeed. Really appreciate it. Quinita Hunter of News 24.